that, that was recorded. Thanks to Riley again. Anyway, um, so this week's parasha, the Torah tells us all of the, not all of the, most of the carbonus. Most of the carbonus is a carbon chatas. And certain chatais is a sliding scale. If a person has enough money, he brings a seh. <clears throat> if a person cannot afford a seh, if a person is poor and can't afford sheep, you can bring a bird carbon. You bring two carbonas, one chatas, one ayla. Ibn Ezra asks, it's a cryptic question, but you see this is what he means to ask. I don't understand. You're trying to replicate a chatas. If you have enough money, you bring a chatas. So you don't have enough money, fine. So why do you have to bring an ayla? Where does this ayla come in? I'm not saying like, oh, we, we should feel bad for the guy who shouldn't buy two birds. Birds are very cheap. They cost a quarter. But why two? Where does this notion of having to bring two carbonas as a substitute for achatas, <coughs> why can't I bring achatas instead of achatas? It's even Ezra's kasha. So firstly, the mayor's answer is like a famous Lamdish answer that Mayor Simcha uses for many things that the Chattas that the Eulas Ha'ayf is the Amarin of the Chattas Ha'ayf because the Chattas Ha'ayf, nothing goes on the Mizbech. Kayin can eat the whole thing beside the Dam. So there's no part of the carbon goes to Mizbech. That's why we always find, you know, a Chattas Ha'ayf is together with an Eulas Ha'ayf. The Eulas Ha'ayf acts as the Amarin for the Chattas Ha'ayf. That's the Ibn Ezra's first terrace. Everyone thinks they're very simple. That's the Ibn Ezra's first terrace. You're showing us so much terrace. So, that's one Terence. Then the Ibn Ezra says another Terence. You know why this guy has to bring a carbon olive? Because when he went to the Beis HaMikdash and saw Yana bringing a set, he saw his friend bringing a set, and I'm poor, and I have to bring a bird, I curse my lot in life. And that's Titus and Rebbeinashov. Not fair. Why does that guy, why does that guy have money? Why don't I have money? And therefore, what's the kapara for Hirure Halev? A carbonyla. So the Evanesra says, beautiful. That you're bringing a chatas for the chatas. The ayla is because what you're thinking when you're bringing a poor man's chatas. That's the tarots of the Ebenezer, interesting tarots. But it brings up a pashatikasha. Brings up a Pasha Takasha. Is this the first time in life this guy chapped that he's poorer than other people? I don't understand. He never had to bring a carbon ayla for having Tainus under Ibanishalm until now. So why now, at the time he's bringing a carbon chatas, does his inequality start rearing its ugly head and his discomfort with his place in society become a problem punk now, that punk when he's bringing a carbon chattas, he has tainus and he has to bring a carbon ayla as well. What's Pshat Ibn Ezra? So I saw Rebeli Baruch, in his Sefer has a teretz, and I think you could say another, another teretz. Rebeli Baruch says a beautiful teretz. Of course this guy doesn't have jealousy issues. 
When it comes to mundane day-to-day life, he's not jealous. He doesn't curse his lot in life. He's fine with his lot in life. But when it comes to a mitzvah, the guy's legitimately jealous. I wish I would have the money to sit and learn more than I do. Why does that guy have enough money to learn for as long as he does? I wish I would have. I don't want money for the, the house and the car. I want money to learn like that guy. I want money to buy an esrog like that guy. Imagine if I'd buy, be able to buy an $800 esrog. Imagine my hollow and sickness, how much better it would be. I don't want the guy's money because of money. I'm jealous for his ruchnius. Imagine if I'd be able to buy the most mahudadik of $5,000 pair of tefillin that my daven would be gansen different every day. I'm not jealous that the guy could buy other things. I'm jealous of his tefillin. I'm jealous of his carbon. And that's well-placed jealousy. Says the Torah, no. Says the Torah, no. When you have your talents and your gifts and your abilities and your lot in life, that's your avoida. Your avoida isn't his avoida. And when it says, can I say from Tarba that's in sweat equity. That means you take what, Caitlin, you have and work hard and don't be jealous <coughs> of his success. Work harder. That's where Kin is good. But jealousy of his Caitlin, even for mitzvah, jealous of his abilities, his capabilities, his wherewithal, jealous of his access to mitzvahs, that's not correct. That's improper. And that's why Daf got a carbon chathos. When you may have this kind of jealousy, that's when you have to bring the carbon ela for being jealous of him. That's a belly Baruch's answer. But I was thinking a different answer. Mamish, much more simple to say pshat in the Ibn Ezra. Of course, we asked. I said, this guy's driving a 2003 Nissan Sentra beat up. When he drives by his friend's Cadillac, he's not jealous? Then when he parks his Nissan Sentra in front of his little house on the block and he can't find the parking space and his friend has a three-car garage, he's not jealous. The next morning when his friend doesn't have to scrape the ice off his car because he has a garage and you're saying, oh, the Nissan Sentra, you're not Yeah, he's not jealous. Because most people that have some maturity figured out in life that even though he may have that and me not, I have this and he not. And even though in area A, he looks to be better, in area B, I'm happier. And we have that we're not just okay. Like the Yiddish statement says. We're good with it. We're sameach I really, really see, a person could really see that the life that Hashem gave me, Hashem is good. It's, I'm really, really, really happy. Most mature people aren't jealous on a daily basis. But that all is put to the test when you mess up. That's all put to the test when you make a mistake and do an avera. Now what's your reaction? Do you say, I'm still good and it's my fault? Or do you say, you know why I just did an avera? Because if I would have had money, I wouldn't have to be doing this kind of stuff. You know what, just that if I wouldn't have had this problem and this problem and this obstacle and this obstacle, I wouldn't have to be doing averes. When you're confronted with a chatos, 
When you're confronted with an Avera, that's the real test. Are you 100% comfortable with where you are in life? Or this could sometimes bring down deep, deep, deep seated, it's not fair. Yes, on a daily basis, Stephen Ezra's right, the guy's not jealous. But the dafko, when you're bringing the carbon chattas, it's so easy to say, I didn't sin. It's not my fault, it's God's fault. It's God's fault I sinned. If I would have a little more this and a little less that and a little better this and a little worse that, I wouldn't have sinned. The dafka when you're bringing a chafas is when you say, oh, if only I would be able to bring a se, I wouldn't have done it. And that's why the dafka when you bring a chafas, there's a shtickle symbolism. When you're bringing a chafas, which is all kept, it's all yours, you have to bring an ayla that it's all Hashem's. That when a person's bringing his carbon chatas and thinking it's Tully and him and it's not my fault, no, bring an oila, it's all Hashem. And that's the reminder that even when you think circumstances caused you to mess up, it's not. It's you who caused you to mess up. And that's specifically the message by a chatas for Ibn Ezra's Kashuk and Chattas.